You're listening to Hammer and Anvil, your one-stop podcast for all things hobby. Sit back and enjoy the show. Yo yo! So we got Steve, um, Dean. We have, we have. We've got me. We've got yourself, Steve. We're all here. Um, How's and it? I would just like to say a very, very warm welcome to everyone listening to the Hammer and Anvil uh, Warhammer and Wargaming podcast. I'm Dean. Uh, I will be your host for the evening. Rather uh, formal now. Joined by, as always, Lofty and Steve. Yo yo, Hello, mate. Um. Bit of a, a light-hearted um, discussion today, but one that can cause a great deal of debate and get people back up. And I, I really hope that doesn't happen. But um, we're going to discuss the topic this evening. Um, what's your favourite Warhammer faction and why? <laughs> yeah. I like that one. It, it's it's something which causes controversy. It's something which everyone has an opinion on, of course. Um, being that we all play very, very different armies. So uh, I want to start with you, Lofty. I know you have a, a huge sort of um, corn-based army, both in, in 40k and Sigma. Just give us you know, a brief explanation as to why. Why corn? Corn. Um, I think it probably started way back when I played it, when I was younger, I was like 12, and you go into the shop and, and corn has always been sort of the poster child for chaos. And I always loved the Bloodthirster box. Um, always wanted one ever since. And then I gave, gave up the hobby for a few years, um, did college and, and work and job and stuff. And then when I got back into it, it was always corn again. So I picked up a box of corn, picked up some more paints, and it, it sort of just stemmed from there. And obviously this was 40K. Um, yeah. Uh, and I did those for years. I think tail end of sixth all the way through seventh. Um, and then I went off them, uh, went into a, a different army. And then oh, we can go through those later. But the, the AOS, when that came out and the new sculpt for all the, the Blood Warriors and, the, and all those came out, I was hooked again. And I think it's the law. They're a very angry army and they are what you <laughs> a bit of an what they do on the box, you know, they they they're there. Yeah, you know, what do you do with corn? You run, you charge. Yeah, you hit things. Uh, that's it. They're they're just angry. They've got some of the best characters in my in my eyes uh, of the game. Uh, Angron being an absolutely amazing character, uh, yeah, and obviously you've got your bloodthirsters as well. They're just so huge and. and inspiring on the tabletop they're just anger <laughs> good stuff and um, what about yourself steve um if you just give us sort of a brief uh brief introduction as to your 40k force your aos force and, and why you're chosen well my 40k force is dark angels um the reason i chose them really was because when i was looking at starting a loyalist army I wanted to go for something that I hadn't really seen being played much. And I couldn't okay. really find many Dark Angels players at the time. So I thought, I think I had a choice of three, I think it was. I, had, I was either going to go for Blood Angels, I was going to yeah. go for Dark Angels, or I was going to go for White Scars. Okay. So because I couldn't decide, I thought, 
you know what, let's just read a bit of the law and see if that helps. So I started reading into the law and then it kind of went, I, I kind of didn't really gel with the white scars. So I thought, right, blood angels or dark angels. I couldn't decide because I liked both the law and everything like that. So I thought, let's let the dice decide. Roll the dice and, and it, I, I put, and the, the dice turned out to be, to be dark angels. So with that, I went looking around and it, I just, I just, over time, just fell in love, just completely fell in love with the dark angels. I mean, they're secretive, they're shady, they're fighting really a war on two fronts with obviously trying to find the fallen and bring them, to, uh, just kill them all off. And then obviously if the emperor calls, they'll go for them. Um, all right. So yeah, and I just can't, can't seem to get enough of the dark, the dark angels really. But what about I've, your uh, AOS force? What, what, what sort of on your table for AOS at the minute? Well... AOS at this present moment, um, I'm actually looking at a Gore Beast uh, chariot at the moment, which is right in front of me, um, for my Slaves to Darkness Undivided. Um, with with them, it's just, I mean, when they re- re- released all the new sculpts for Slaves to Darkness, I just absolutely loved them. They were spiky. They were they were just they just looked. Awesome. Yeah, just um, full of chaosy goodness. Oh, definitely. Probably, yeah, they are definitely. Um, I mean, I'm in the process of trying to flesh out um, my general's um, backstory because he's got a name, he's got a backstory, and I'm just literally fleshing it out, adding bits, changing bits. Um, and his, his name's actually Razor the Dreadforged. Okay. So, um, and he just doesn't like Stormcasts. <laughs> so, <laughs> just... <laughs> I myself, as you both know, I have um, sort of Raven Guard, uh, quite, a, quite a number of Raven Guard. And the easiest way to describe why is Space Ninjas. You know, <laughs> Space Ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I read. The, the first Raven Guard book I read actually was Shrike. Um, it's yeah. about the Chapter Master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think the reason I, I sort of like him above them all, it wasn't the first 40K book that I read. The first 40K books that I read were the Yuri of Ventress series, um, yeah. which were really, really great. Yeah, they're brilliant. Um, but I read Shrike. And the fact that he's Chapter Master but doesn't want to be Chapter Master. Um, He's sort of placeholding for some someone else. I thought yeah. it was really, really good. Yeah, it, like it's the anti-champion. Yeah, essentially, he, it's it's almost like he's placeholding, and I really wished it was going to happen for ninth. It didn't for for Korak <laughs> to come back. Um, <laughs> you know, everyone wanted their Primarch or their champion to come back, um, and and it was brilliant. So I read Shrike, read Deliverance Lost, which was really excellent, an insight into sort of how the Primarchs think, um, or, or the, the Ravengar Primarch, anyway. Um, the Emperor makes an appearance, Rogel Dawn makes an appearance, and it was really, really good to sort of see that the Primarchs were human as well. They were tortured by their own insecurities in a way. Um, and it, it just, you know, struck a chord with me. And I, and I, I thought... 
Black's gonna oh, be thanks. easy to paint, um, and it, <laughs> isn't, it isn't as easy as not in the slightest, not at all, man. But oh, it gets monotonous. And then on the AOS table, um, not at the minute, but but you know what I've what I've got in the wings is is a Seraphon army, and yeah, very man. simply, dinosaurs. <laughs> if you're a grown man and you don't like the idea of dinosaurs charging around fighting things well then you and I can't be friends I'm afraid um, <laughs> they do have some awesome sculpts though yeah they do I mean I, I was very very lucky to pick up a dread saurian and it's the only forge world model that they do for Seraphon and it is spectacular I mean it's, it's quite it's a size as well yeah, it's brilliant. The base is enormous. Um, they're, they're, they're just brilliant. But one of the reasons I went with Seraphon is, as I previously mentioned, painted black for a long time. And <laughs> it, gets, yeah, it gets a bit monotonous. And with the Seraphon, you can experiment, paint something yeah. a bit more dynamic, a bit more... Um, you know, you, you can paint it with a bit more variation. I'm painting my spearmen to the, the different way to the clubmen. The carnosaurs can all be different colours. And so that's that's really, really sort of why I went with them. So yeah. there you go. Um, so having said that then, guys, having said that your your favourite factions are this, that and the other, um, I know I've seen a lot of your models recently, but what would you like... If, if anything, to see on a new sculpt, what what, what would you sort of? And we'll start with you, Lofty. Um, what okay. would you like to see? You know, not necessarily um, new characters, new models, but if if they were to update anything, what would you like to see updated? Oh, up to, updated models. I think sticking with my corn theme. I think corn berserkers are well overdue. Yeah. I'd like they can do it because you can do quite a lot of things with the. Uh, the AOS corn, corn yeah. bloodbound, corn blood warriors. You stick a bolt gun on them, they look like corn berserkers, and them yeah, sculpts yeah. are amazing. I'd like to see them redo, uh, redo the redo the berserkers. They're they're well in need of it. But then again, a lot of the the chaos stuff is in need of a revamp. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with every word of that. Nurgle had their time. Um, yeah. you've got a few Black Legion Marines. Uh, like your standard ones, didn't you? But you don't. Like I said, I think when you get you know, Empress children, they need a load more, and hopefully yeah. we'll see them very soon. Uh, but well, yeah, yeah, cool. Rumors of Chaos Primaris on the way. <laughs> That'll be that would be awesome. Ninth, if they do that, ninth will be the age of Chaos. Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. Eighth was the age of the Primaris Imperium, uh, and Imperium struggled for a bit. Uh, but it, eighth was the new Primaris Space Marines. Yeah, Let's give these new toys. They do that with Chaos. Ninth will be the Chaos. Uh, yeah, the Chaos Age. I'm all happy with that. Yeah, and so just carrying on with the theme of that, then Steve, what what would yeah. you like to see? You know, updated models wise for your your Dark Angels, um, if anything. What I would like to see is. Um... Grandmaster Azriel go from a metal model to either a fine cast resin or a plastic model because yeah. I love the model, but I cannot stand the metal models. I, just I never think you're have... the only person. Sorry, I think you're the only person to say you <laughs> want it in fi- fine cast. 
Yeah. <laughs> anything, yeah. anything apart from metal, mate. I cannot stand metal. Why is that? Why, why do you not like the metal models, Dave? Oh, it goes back to when I was first introduced to the hobby when I was 12. Right. You know, and um, I remember my first ever army was the Imperial Guard. And I remember I had a metal Commissar Yarrick. And it was just, I, I just hated them. It, it just never looked <laughs> detailed enough. It just, it, it, I just, no, just no to the metal models. I'm just, no. All right then. Fair enough then. So um, what else? What, what else would you like to see? Um, I don't know really. Um, just thinking about maybe an updated Terminator sculpt. Okay. For the Death, for the, for the death Wing. Just, so, uh, with that thing in the case, do, you, do you not think that the Death Wing will be phased out? <sighs> I don't Terminator, think so, no. I'm not saying that they're a thing of the past at all, but, you know, the way that no, things are moving forward, do you not think they'll be phased out? I, I don't think Terminators will be phased out, or the Deathwing will be phased out, because the Deathwing are a big part of the Dark Angels yeah. lore, with them obviously being either Ravenwing or Deathwing, because they're like yeah. the first two real companies. I mean, they might, in a way, get phased out, I suppose, and then brought back in new sculpts, possibly. I don't know. But if anything, if they face up the Terminators, they'll just possibly bring back something in the, for, the, for the Deathwing in a replacement. All right, fair enough. Then. Do you think it's possible, saying that? Sorry, Dean. Uh, we've, 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 now we've got the... What is the replacement for a Terminator? Now we've got all the primaries. Would you yeah. say it's the aggressors? I would uh, say that. Probably the yeah. closest. That is, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you put a Primaris model next to a Terminator, they're just, they're just, it's just, it's the size comparison, isn't it? Size yeah, comparison then, stats. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that. I was just about to stole the words out of my mouth. Yeah. You've got the aggressors, which are, you know, slightly better. I know a lot of people would argue Centurions. Um, Centurions for me aren't really the replacement for Terminators. They're a step up. They're sort of yeah. halfway between, you know, a, a Terminator and a Dreadnought. Yeah. Um, they're, they're very, very powerful models to have on the table. So, yes, if anything, I would say it's the aggressors. Um, so, yeah, sorry, Steve. Please, no, please carry right, on with what you were saying there. Um, I, I was about to end it just there anyway. Oh, fair enough then. Um, <laughs> all right. You sort of caught me off. I'll let that. So, that being <laughs> sorry, the case, no, no, not at all, mate. It's what Ray for. That being the case, um, I know we've had a, a, a massive influx of rules for, for various different factions. Um, just in sort of a hundred words or less, Lofty, what, what would you like to see, to see updated in the rules, stratagems, etc., for corn? That would be more specific to corn rather than chaos. What, what would you like to see? Okay. Um, more specific to chaos. Uh, upgraded demon rules, and I know we've just had it with uh, their books come out, hasn't it? The yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. What is it? The I can't remember. Psychic Awakening. Uh, and I know they've they've sort of tweaked them a little bit, uh, but they're still, mm-hmm. in my eyes, from what I've seen, very situational. And right. 
to run a pure demon corn army in 40k is quite hard. I'd want them a lot faster. Yeah. Scuttling hordes that are really, really quick. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's it. Is, is that it? You wouldn't want to see in your updated codex with all nice and tiny fluff and all worldy... and... A world eaters codex would be yeah. very nice. A world <laughs> yeah. eaters. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, I'll, I'll come on to you with this question in a minute, Steve. But it's something yeah. which I, I, I don't really sort of hugely understand. You've had all the indexes come out for the main uh, space marine chapters, you know, for, for the loyalist ones at least. And then, of course, you've got the various different ones, the, the wolves, bloody angels, um, with their own codexes and all that. I've never understood why they don't do that for, for Chaos. I know the Thousand Sons have got one, and I know you've got you know one or two different ones, but why don't they do it for, for everything? Like they have done with the the, the, the Loyalist. You yeah, know, I... So you've got a Word Bearers specific index. You've got a World Eaters specific index. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's something which sort of it grates me a little bit, to be honest. I, I think they should do it, but maybe uh, looking on the side of Games Workshop and, and probably playing devil's advocate a little bit is you've got all the lawyers, loyalists. Loyalists will always be always be there, and I think there is definitely a massive market for all the chaos factions. Yeah, but with new chaos factions, because like again, what we've previously saying with new chaos factions, they're going to have to do new chaos sculpts. Yeah. So I, I think in the future there should be a world, there will be a World Eaters Codex because they they're quite a big a big faction in 40k. Yeah. So they might do yeah. I mean back in seventh they did a they did a separate supplement codex for Chaos and it was Crimson Slaughter. I remember okay. I probably played that one and it was it was an off faction of Corn. Uh, they were quite brutal and quite nasty. They had all their own fluff in there. They had. Absolutely everything. It was when Dark Vengeance was released, right? Um, they they did those, and and I know they were absolutely brilliant. But they never did anything past that. And then obviously that's gone with now the Chaos Space Marines Codex. Yeah. You you haven't got that anymore. And they did used to do quite a few little supplement ones. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so to come back to the previous question, then Steve, what would you like to see updated for the for the Dark Angels? Uh, in in the future, if anything, um, the rules wise, we're talking now, you know, rules rules wise, um, uh, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head, but um, I would like to see possibly, um, maybe, uh. I'm Probably, a bit weird question, yeah, <laughs> a little bit really. I mean, I've been thinking. I'm trying to think of. I mean, cause I haven't got the codex that to hand, so I can't really have a quick yeah. flick through because I, I haven't looked at 40k like gaming wise in a couple in a couple of weeks, and I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But um, if anything, I'd probably say maybe more. Would it be okay to say stratagems? Yeah, of course, it would in the you. way of your um, idea, you know. Uh, probably more stratagems to do with plasma weapons. Okay, because I, I know plasma weapons are a big part of uh, the Dark Angels. Okay, 
Um, that's the only thing I can really think of off the top of my head, to be honest. Perhaps a, a specific yeah. um, rule, stratagem, or tactic to go with, you know, say a, a set of Hell Blasters, for example, a, a Dark Angel. I know they've already got one. Okay. I know they've already got they've already got one. I can't think of what it's called, but I know they do have one, and I think it's it's adds something to their. I think it's their hit roll. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably wrong, but I know it's something to do with their. Either hit roll or damage output. It's one of them two. Um, but maybe um, I don't know. Just 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 to add like an extra attack or something like that. Mm. Or I don't know. Just I know the Dark Angels quite favour plasma. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, another um, bit of plasmy pew pew. I don't know if you've seen. There's a there's a chap on uh, on Facebook. He does these. Um, little comics and it's it's a dark angels uh space marine with, with a plasma gun and he walks around and it's so plasma <laughs> and it's just this funny little four picture sketch and it absolutely cracks me up it really does <laughs> i've told him he should do a stop motion video on youtube it would be brilliant i would 100 percent subscribe to it it would be amazing <laughs> um all right then Dean, what's yours? My, now you stumped us with your questions. Truth be told, um, for the for the Raven Guard, I, I don't think that there is anything because we've just had the the new supplement. Um, you know, they sort of covered everything in that, really. Then there was the Errata, obviously, to to nerf the Centurions, which, let's be fair, it needed doing because people were were, were laughing at it. Um, so the Raven Guard, I, th- I think, are in a good place at the minute. Certainly for the, the way that I play, competitive players might have a, a different view. Um, coming on to the AOS stuff, um, that being said, what would you like to see in, in sort of the upcoming future for your AOS armies? So if we start with you again, Lofty, first, what, what would you like to see yeah. for, for corn rules-wise, if anything, uh, in AOS? Again, I'm going to say it because I think this is a problem with, with especially corn. Again, corn demons. But I'm going to say it. They need to be faster. Okay. Uh, we've got we struggle a lot uh, with getting across the board. Right. Uh, we're supposed to be there, right in your face on on whatever. But we take a good while to get up up there. Demons are quite slow. Um, adding a few more rerolls to charges. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm fairly new with AOS. Yeah. Uh, so there might be something and somebody listening might go, oh, you've got that strategy for that. Yeah. But from all the things that I've seen, um, it is speed. Speed really slows down. It, it's army. sort of what they're famous for, though, isn't it? You know, running up in your face and, and hitting you. No sight. Just, yeah. just let's get into melee as soon as possible. That's it. Run, charge and crumble. Because, I mean, none of our stuff is, is particularly tough. Right. Uh, demons, I think they're on a... The blood letters are like a five-up save. Most demons are fives, fours. Um, in the AOS, we're talking now. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, uh, so, like, well, you run them up and you want to get there quick. You, we've got a, the, the blood tithe, which means the more units die, the, the better we get. Yeah. Um, I just want to get them in there. I've got a unit of Reavers... Um and, and they've got a six up save. I don't care about the six up save. Let them die. Yeah. Um, 
in my <laughs> eyes, but just just please let me actually get to the target. <laughs> sacrificial corn units there, you know, corn reavers. They are my sacrificial. The sac- I think every game I've played against Steve, I've told them that they're just a speed bump. <laughs> yeah. They're there to possibly slow you down, but they're not going to slow yeah, you down. Slightly for a unit. You kill six of them, they're, they're really, really... Well, they're not brave. They're not brave okay. either. Uh, maybe that could... Then maybe that could be another one, mm-hmm. an increase to their bravery, because they run away quick. But that would be something uh, across corn um, as a whole, would you not think? Because that's what corn do. They run in. I mean, you know, the phrase, blood for the blood god, he cares from not where it comes. You run in and you either kill something or you get killed. And, and that's pretty much yeah. it, you know, so... Buffs to morale uh, would probably go in a favour. I know yeah. most armies are going, oh man, if we could ignore morale morale phase or have a buff to that. It'd... But I think thematically, yeah, corn, uh, you, you shouldn't care. You, they shouldn't be, be, oh no, we've just lost three of our number, I'm going to run away. Yeah, or yeah. They, they should be happily trampling in the schools of their enemies. Fair, fair enough. Uh, and their friends. It, yeah, indeed. Um, I can think of worse things to trample in. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what about yourself, Steve? What what would you like seeing for your AOS faction? What would you like seeing updated, rules-wise or anything? Well, still, still I'm relatively new to AOS. Yeah. I'm still learning the army. Um, from what I've experienced at this present moment, I'm quite, I, I quite like the rules. Yeah, there's nothing I would change at the moment as as far as I'm as I'm aware with the army. Okay. Um, everything works quite well. Um, the units I've got, I like. Their stats and rules are fine. The only thing I would like to change, though, is my bloody rolling. I, I just, I just, <laughs> honestly, yeah, I mean, my rolls. <laughs> seriously, I, I don't know if it's just the dice I've got or what, but I roll and it's just like, oh, no, no man, he hasn't hit. He's got, he's got seven attacks, but every one of them's missed. <laughs> yeah, that's something which I have to admit I can absolutely relate to you on. I really can. Yeah, man. Um, myself for the Seraphon, what would I like to say rules-wise? Um, up- updated rules, or at least some rules for endless spells. I think um, we haven't really got our own at the minute. We can sort of rob other peoples, but the Seraphon is a magic-based army. You know, you've got your slime, you've got your, your Lord Kowak, if you've got them. They're, they're based on summoning units in, so on and so forth. And so either more use of endless spells or, or even our own, I think, would be something um, that I'd like to see. Which it is quite weird that you haven't got your it, own. It is. It's absolutely bizarre. I, I hear people say, um, oh, you can use this endless spell very well. And you can use this one. And now I haven't played a game of AOS yet, not not a real one. Um, so I'm only going off things like reports that I can see, uh, other people's opinions on on you know what they've used. So you, you're absolutely right. It's the most bizarre thing. Now we've got the Realm Shaper engine that that's been uh, been released recently, but I'm led to believe that that's not very good. It doesn't really suit its purpose. Um, so yeah, I think an endless spell or rules for. Endless spells would be something which I'd like to see. Um, yeah, endless spells, especially of AOS, they they can change the yeah. game ridiculously. Don't I know it? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a Rafax. I can throw that out. I can deal uh, 
D3 mortal wounds and then straight after that another D6 mortal wounds. Right. Uh, it's hard to cast it. You have to go off on a five. Uh, but if that goes off, uh, every time I've played Steve, you just see his head at the table <laughs> because the axes come down. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But yeah, you've yeah. got... Uh, stopping magic is another big yeah. one. And because you are magic, um, you, can, you can really, really buff units just with those pieces yeah. that float around the table. No, that's good, man. Um which sort of brings me on then to the, to the next question that I have. So we, we've talked about sort of updated rules and, and this and the other. We're going to concentrate a little bit on 40k now. Um, what do you think that it has for your army? What would, In ninth edition now we're talking. What do you think um, you'll see, if anything, for your army in, in ninth edition? Steve, you jump on this one first. Oh, mate. Um, <laughs> oh, now, you, now you've got me thinking. It's given um, me time to think. Take time. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I could be here all night thinking. Um, I honestly, I, I honestly, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've got, I once it, these, um, I've even, I've lost the words now. Once the, Do you want me um, to jump in for a minute while you boys have a look? Yeah, please, mate. Because <laughs> what do I want to see for my army in ninth? I want to see me Primark, is what I want to see. Um, Are we going to yeah. see? I very, very seriously doubt that we'll see a Primark um, in ninth edition. I don't think we'll see one for quite some time. Um, boys, can we take a quick Maybe break? Maybe Can we take a quick break for two minutes? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll man, back in a second, everyone. Just, just give us a minute. So, Steve, have you, uh, as that brief break, sort of given you a chance to, to think about an answer? It has, yes. Um, so, there's, there's two things. Really, I'd okay. like to see. Same again. I want the lion to return. Yeah, it would be awesome if he did. I know. I know he's. I mean, his his model in Forge World is brilliant. I'd, yeah, I'd love to see it in forty k. Which leads me to another Forge World model that the Dark Angels have: the Legion Praetorians. Okay. I would love for that kind of thing to merge over to forty k. Because those Forge World models from the Dark Angels are just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think some of the Forge World stuff is absolutely stunning. It really, really is. I'm a big fan of it. Um, not the biggest fan of resin, I must admit, but but I am a big fan of uh, the Forge World stuff. So, Lofty, well, what, bit... what would you like to see then? Going forward, um, for your faction in 40k, 9th edition, what would you like to see? Uh, I think, and I'm, I'm sat here watching all the reviews and the, the sort of little teasers that Games Workshop are bringing out, uh, and I'm very, very excited. And I don't think there's going to be a lot that they haven't done for my army. Okay, I like. I think it's going to be like I said. I, I believe that there's going to be a tint of chaos in this in Ninth Edition, and I think if they sort the terrain rules. Yeah, and they sort your close combat rules. Yeah, I'd like to see Corn become an Alpha Strike army. I'd yeah. like to get in your face straight away. 
yeah. as it is. If you make them weaker, uh, or you don't make them as tough or durable, that's fine. Because um, they're going to come at you, they're going to do a load of damage, and then they're going to die. Yeah. Uh, hopefully taking a couple of victory points uh, for the for the time. But that's the way I'd like to see. And I think with what we've been seeing, it's going to be a very fast, a much faster game Yeah, in ninth. Is, is um, that you're referring to the new rules? The new rules, yeah. Um, yeah I think the, the, the game... Sizes and whatever, you have tables and... New table sizes, uh, like they've just gone a lot more. Like tanks will do what the tanks can do now, so yeah. they're going to have to sort out what inf- the, the trade off, what infantry can do. Yeah. Um, that and compensates the... them not being a tank. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. One of one of the biggest bugbears that I've ever had is if you get a vehicle minus a dreadnought, you know, because dreadnoughts are essentially walking sort of punching machines if you get it into combat it can't shoot at anything else and that is the biggest bugbear i have with tanks because that's what they're built for it's what they're made to do is to drive and shoot things you know um you've got a a model say just a normal repulsor for example something like 250 300 points on the table it's got six or seven guns you get it into combat with one pox walker and it can't do anything. <laughs> the most annoying thing in the world. Um, Even if it can shoot the poxwalker. Exactly. You would think. <laughs> you know, I'm quite surprised you didn't see it. Plastic Angron. I'm really surprised you didn't see that. Um, Angron will turn up, but I think it was covered with your Primarchs. I, I, yeah. You're right. I think you're right. We're not going to see a Primark for a long, long time. Nah. It's unfortunate because I think it would add something to the game. And I think it would add something to the fluff, especially if you would, let's say, for example, um, the lion. You know, we'll take your example, Steve. Yeah. Another Primark to come back and butt heads with Gulliman over who should be ruling, how they should be ruling, and potentially see, you know, a civil war within the Imperium. Um, not on the scale of another Horus Heresy by any means, but certainly... Uh, a trade-off for power, if you like. I think it would be yeah. very, very good to see. It'd be push the, push the Dark Angels full full traitor. You know, I, I know it's debated. <laughs> in the um, I wouldn't necessarily go that far, but um, certainly, you know, I think it, is ninth going to change that with the rise of the Necrons, potential Primaris, da da da, etc. Um, possibly, possibly, but I would like to see another Primark. I think they will. They'll they'll push the story. I think if a Primark comes out, he has to be, in my eyes, it has to be a loyalist. Yeah, uh, they've done two two chaos. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't know I, if you read recently there was there was a sort of a battle report that GW did, and um, Magnus came out on top. You know, yeah. yeah. So, but but then that being the case, would you like to see Lehman Russ back? I know the Wolves would. I'd love to see Lehman personally. I mean, I think he's an absolute legend. I really do. Um, Would it happen? Probably not. But yeah, I I don't think a Primark is anything that we're going to see anytime soon. Uh, Unfortunately, unfortunately. Um, So, in summary, then, guys, just a sort of a, a brief overview. Um, in fact, AOS, what, what would you like? 
we've we've done that, haven't we? Yeah, we have. I'm I'm losing my mind here. It's late. It's Sunday evening. I'm <laughs> crazy. Man. I've got work tomorrow, and it's doing me nothing. I'm really back on Tuesday. Yeah, back to work Tuesday. It's going to be going to be a, how long? Have uh, you been about on? twelve weeks. I think we're going into the thirteenth this week, but I won't count it because I'm going back. <laughs> I know you've been at work since the start, haven't you, Steve? You're classed as a, as yeah, a team. Mate. Yeah, I've been at work, been at work the, the whole time. Oh, good. So I just, I, you know, I'll just take this quick opportunity to say thank you um, for yourself and all the other key and frontline workers who've, who've kept us running over the past couple of months. I'm sure it hasn't been easy. Um, and we really do mind, appreciate but... your efforts for, for everything that you're doing, mate. So for you, anyone else thank that you. might be listening, thank you very yeah. much. Really, really appreciate it. I'll um, second that. Yeah, good stuff. So then, um, very briefly, then, yeah, lads, man. in summary, what do you want to see? What do you want to see going forward for your army? Ten words or less. Let's go with you, Lofty, first. For corn, <laughs> more speed. Um, more, more speed, more close combat. Uh, and we'll go off maybe Angron. Um, but just just throwing a few more demons in there, we'll be yeah. happy. Fair enough. And Steve, what what about yourself, mate? What do what do you want to? Um, just for forty k. Yeah, let's just go forty k because I mean, there's there's nothing really been announced for Sigma recently. Forty k no. dominated the headlines recently. So forty k. What what would you like to see? Uh, like I said earlier, mate. Just just those those forge world things. Yeah. Yeah. That's Fair about enough. it, really. Fair enough. Myself, I'd like to see a character for the Raven Guard. I know we had Shrike recently. I'd like to see another character, perhaps, specifically for the Raven Guard. Yeah. It would be nice. Um, whether it happens or not, I don't know. That'd be awesome. It would be. It would be. Um, but for the whole of night, you know what? I, I think we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. I'd love to see Chaos... Xenos, I'd, I'd love to see a, a leveled playing field, um, and I think that's what they're trying to do with the release of the new rules and, and the new terrain rules, board sizes, etc. Sure, I like you saying that. I, I do because we do need to see more darkness in the Imperium. Apparently, the Imperium are being attacked by all sides, so they've got to suffer for a season, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the return of guys who've got massive neck runs now. I, I think it's on the cards, mate. Fabius Bile. Um, that goes up for pre-order, I think it is, next week. You know, his new book yeah. comes out. So, with, with the short video that they they um, they um put out about him, you know, harvesting the gene seed from a Primaris <laughs> marine, who, who knows what's coming? Who knows what's coming? Who knows? Exactly. Um, guys... I think we're going to wrap up there. I think we've sort of done the subject of death. We we could go on for hours and hours, and obviously it's something which is and will be hotly debated for for a yeah. long time. You know, who is your favourite? What's the best? Why? Um, but I think we've sort of covered everything that we we can in a brief amount of time that we've got. Um, Lofty, have you got any closing remarks that you'd like to add just before we no. close up? No, no, I'm happy for that. Um, just uh, thanks again for the chat. Yeah, man. And thanks for everyone for listening. <laughs> yeah, man. Any closing remarks? I'm exactly the same as Lofty. Thanks for listening. And it's it's just good to chat in it. 
<laughs> it is, mate. It is, especially in these uh, challenging times, shall we say. Um, with exactly, that, regard, yeah. this is the Hammer and Anvil uh, podcast. Um, thank you very, very much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, and take care of yourselves. Goodbye. Yeah, see you. Thank you. If you guys have enjoyed this episode, please give us a subscribe. We're going to be coming at you weekly with more of these topics and discussions. Thanks for listening.